Welcome, everybody, to the Chamber of Her Liquid Secrets. sacred space tonight for all of us and Mother Earth. Welcome everybody. And I want to thank all of you for being here tonight on this special broadcast. And tonight, I picked up on something kind of interesting. It's like I was being told from the universe to do a podcast tonight and I was actually very tired tonight thinking I really don't want to do one tonight because I'm tired and I thought you know what if I am being prodded to do a podcast then there must be a good reason why I'm supposed to do it tonight <laughs> so while I'm creating sacred space tonight's tonight for all of us. I'm kind of deciding what I want to start with with talking about tonight. And I think I'm going to talk tonight firstly about the words declaration and reclamation. I was given that word declaration by the class that I'm in. And for some reason, the word reclamation kind of came with that from my heart, which was kind of interesting. So I did a picture with a round shape that's squiggly and a heart that's flying in the center. And <clears throat> to the left is the red, to the right is the blue. And I started really kind of delving into the word declaration and why that's so important about declaring to your own heart and to the earth and the universe of why you're here and what you're here to do. 
So in the declaration, it kind of gave me a starting point, which led into the word reclamation. And I almost feel like at this point that I'm being more drawn to the word reclamation or reclaiming what was hidden or lost at the bottom of the ocean, which is really the, I believe, subconscious mind. A lot of the times when I talk about the ocean. It's like a metaphor for the subconscious and for the dreaming mind and the dreaming heart. Reclamation is reclaiming what was yours all along, but that remained hidden. At least I feel that's what it is for me. And I'm feeling like the word reclaim or reclamation is it keeps showing me the bottom of the ocean floor where all the pearls are. All the lost treasure. And it's only lost because I don't think we ever really learned how to really reclaim the information from the bottom of the ocean, which is our subconscious and dreaming mind. So, those two words are very important, I believe, because at this point in time, you have masses of people on earth that don't even really know who they are. And I'm just starting to find out who I am. And I think we're all just trying to reclaim what was ours all along. So. I have a section in one of my journals I wanted to share tonight. Which came to me a few years ago in a journal. And I've always had this connection to the number zero. Zero to me is like the sacred hoop that we're all, I believe, gifted with. But because they try to sever the connection And it's telling me the connection is lost through the umbilical cord. 
how it's cut right away when the woman gives birth, the umbilical cord in and of itself is the sacred hoop. And it's passed down through the matrilineal lineage, matrilineal, meaning the mother line. Once that's severed and cut, and it's cut way too early, way too fast and traumatically, it severs that connection. So a lot is lost within the connection of the umbilical cord from the mother to the baby, the baby to the mother. That's where all the information gets poured into, especially not only during gestation, but I feel like it, it, there's like massive downloads coming through to the umbilical cord when the baby's actually born. Okay. So, so I've had this deep connection to the number zero. And when I started getting downloads of information in my late 40s, which right now I just turned 59, but I started getting massive downloads about numerology and numbers. And I found out that I'm quite the number person, but not, but totally different because I had a terrible childhood as far as learning mathematics because no one would teach me no one would really spend time with me to teach me and I pretty much spent my childhood alone in my room with only a couple friends here and there so I would say anywhere from 50 to 80 percent of my time in my childhood was spending it alone in my room and usually I was singing doing art dancing so that was my childhood pretty much but uh anyway as I was saying huge connection to the number zero I wasn't sure why but something just kept pulling me toward that number and then when I found out I was getting downloads of information about numerology and how numbers are, but this is totally different than regular numerology. And I knew I was being taught something. And then one of the things that I wrote in my journal is, it's called The Water Rooms of the Murph Fairy and within this dreamscape she is gathering information from her ancestors inside the caverns of her heart. And the ancestors plunge them deeply 
into her heart spaces for safekeeping. And her her heartbeat is her is her drum. So once again these water runes are round like the number zero. And with each of these round water runes that was plunged deeply into her heart for safekeeping, each one has a different design and it has electricity going through it. So each one is different. Each, each symbol and each of the water runes spin and come alive. They dance and sing and spin and undulate to her rhythm. And these water runes can be placed into water to reprogram and heal the water and the body and heal Mother Earth. So as, we, as I go deeper into this dreamscape that I, I wrote quite a number of years ago, it's kind of almost like there's this shimmering red thread that seems to be pulsing to some kind of tribal drum beat. And when in this dreamscape, she when she looks down to this red thread and it's it's pulsing to this tribal drum drum beat, and she's feeling the electricity of the the red thread. It's electrical in nature. But as she looks down, it keeps changing into blood. And then it keeps shape shifting back into thread. And within this dreamscape, she, She notices that this, this thread keeps leading her deep into a magical forest. And this magical forest is in a spiral. And upon deeper inspection of the red thread she's been following, she notices that it had been coming from her own heart and that the drumbeat had been coming from her own heartbeat. So, Within, within also the, the red thread that she's following, I feel that even though it does come from her own blood and her own heartbeat, it's also 
comes from the, the red pearl or one of the pearls that's in the red sack that I talked about in one of my other broadcasts. I talked about how the word scared is scar red, which is a red scar that's been inflicted upon us through our lineage. And the word sacred is sack red, which is a red sack. That is the sacred language of our ancestors that's been given to us. Instead of, instead of the red scar, it's the red sack. But in order for us to realize that it's something that's very sacred that has been given to us, it's like we have to have the power to open up the red sack and take out the contents of all the pearls that has been given to us. And one of the pearls in the red sack is the red pearl. It's the ancient blood sacred wisdom that has come from all of the other mothers and ancestors that came before us in our lineage. It is the pearl, one of the pearls with the gossamer threads that I talked about before in my other podcast. The gossamer threads that are a compacted red pearl that all of us have. So it's like the story shapeshifts from A red thread that feels like an electrical red thread in one's hand as you're following it through the spiraling forest. But when you look down in your hand as you're following the vibrating red thread, it really turns into and it shapeshifts shapes back and forth from a red thread to blood, red thread to blood. So it doesn't spill out, but yet it's showing you that it is also blood as well on the path. These pearls that are inside the red sack are the pearls that were acquired and reclaimed um, through all the other ancestors, the, especially the women that hold the sacred wisdom of, of the moon blood, the wise moon blood within each of them. All their experiences are, I believe, imprinted within their blood, which is gifted to, to especially the women part of it, because we are the ones that are the carrier of the, of the children. And the children are coming from, I feel, the dreaming space, which is the imagination. So inherently in every woman, all, all women are shamans because we have the ability to grow, to grow life within us and give birth to this realm, taking from the spiritual realm into our bodies and then birthing it out. But I feel what happens is when the connection from the spiritual realm is coursing through the umbilical cord, which I feel are, 
I know this might sound like really different information, but I feel like inside the umbilical cord are all the pearls, you see, all of the pearls at the bottom of the ocean. And when we sever that connection too quick and too fast, it cuts off and it, what's the word that I want to use? It severs the information like you mutilate or cut off a body part, literally, because you are, but you're cutting off all the sacred information. So that's why I'm kind of talking about declaration and reclamation tonight because you can declare who you are in this realm and know it within your heart, but until you actually reclaim or try to reclaim or go into the process of retrieving and reclaiming the information at the bottom of the ocean, which are the pearls, with the gossamer story threads that are compacted pearls, then you're trying to embody it, but you haven't fully embodied it. It's like I'm still trying to embody, um, but it's been a very difficult road. And I'm sure it's very difficult for everybody out there listening to the, this broadcast because everybody's been cut off from what was supposed to be something very sacred, which was gifted out to especially all the women. And then as the women hold the space of the sacred hoop, which are the pearls, okay, that is gifted out also to the, not only the, the girls, but the boys as well. And if it's not held within sacred space, then the information going from the female line is cut off not only from the female, but also the, the male as well, which is, I believe, one of the huge problems that we have here on the, this earth at this point in time. So many things have led to what is happening right now. Um, Now, as I talked about <clears throat> how the word sacred is sac red, and inside the red sac are all the sacred pearls, the bottom of the ocean. These are also, I believe and feel, connected up to other star systems. All the places that you were at before you got here. And as we really look at the word sacred, which we did in that other broadcast tonight, I'm going to also look at the word scared. Because I believe in the word scared, which is scar red, which is the red scar that we we get inflicted upon us from our lineage. Okay? But understanding how important 
the red scars are and not just throwing them away because it's the word scared is important. Like I said, I believe that having discernment and wisdom for both of those words, scared and sacred, is very important. So tonight, tonight I wanted to teach about the word scared and about the word scar red. So this teaching is about the art of transforming scars. So there is a word called kintsugi, spelled K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. The meaning of that word is repairing broken pottery with gold. A philosophy that speaks to our scars and our history. The golden lines are a symbol that we are more beautiful with history. Every scar makes you more beautiful. Every scar becomes the place where golden treasures oozes through from the inside out. Your story, your history, your experience, your lessons and treasures of insight and wisdom that lie behind the scar are all light. Your scars are the cracks through which it comes through. Let it radiate where your scars with reverence. Scars are maps that lead to great treasures. Following the scar map is following your own treasure map to find the gold. Commemorate your scars. So, so Rumi says, the great poet, the wound is the place where the light enters you. So, I feel like this is giving us a lot of information about all the wounding and all the scars that we all have from everything that happened to us, but not just to us, through our ancestors, the ones that came before us. All of them held scars for us. And within the scars is the gold. But in order for the gold to ooze out and become beautiful, 
we have to retrieve the broken places inside of ourselves. Follow that thread through to what that scar taught us. And therein lies the beauty and the strength. And that is how we gain more light into us. It's how we gain more light into our heart. So it pours forth out of us into this earth and onto the earth to help heal the earth and other people and the whole planet, and the whole universe as well. It begins with each of us inside of our own hearts and not being afraid. I'm still finding out things. I'm just at the start of my voyage. And that's what it really is, you see. Because your body is a starship. And the starship has been laying on the floor of the ocean, broken through eons of time, like a huge ship with the treasure awaiting you to return to it. You see. So tonight, like I said before in my other podcast, I see wisdom in both of those words. It's like in order to get to sacred, in order to get to the sack red, which inside, of course, the sack are the pearls, which is on the ship, the bottom of the ocean. You have to find where your scars are, the places that broke you, broke you open. You have to delve down, deep, dive into the wound to bring out the gold, which are the pearls you see in the red sack. So that's why I say, both of those threads that lead to kind of different places kind of don't. They don't really lead to different places, really. They both kind of intertwine around each other like twins that help each other to find the lost treasure inside, inside your heart, 
inside the dreaming cave at the bottom of the ocean. So tonight, I want to thank all of you for listening. And don't be afraid, afraid to dive deep down. into your red scar so you can find your sack red because well the world needs you and you know what you need you blessings and thank you everyone for coming aboard tonight. Till next time. Thank you and good night, everybody.